0: This the remix. Derek Carr under center, play action fake. And he throws the pass, and it's intercepted on the tip. Arthur Malek turns it upfield, gets to the 40, and is tackled at the 44-yard line by the intended receiver, Moreau, the tight end. Oh, oh you said. <clears throat> He's back, play action fake, throws it over the middle, it's tipped with the football is Minka Fitzpatrick, his fifth of the season, and the Steelers play takeaway on Derek Carr for the second time. He's, I mean, he's his, um, you know, I've, I, I've mentioned. Shotgun snap, four-man rush. Fires for the end zone, touchdown, George Pickens! Yes! And the Steelers forge ahead with just 46 seconds left, Pickett to Pickens! Steps up, throws it under duress, and it is intercepted. Cam Sutton takes it away from Hunter Renfrew, And this is bye-bye ball game. No. And the Raiders don't even call a timeout, and that's the end of the game. Final score, Pittsburgh 13. The Las Vegas Raiders 10.
1: I just crushed my rims. Boom. Sadness. That's the one.
2: Okay, we're going to get to Josh Jacobs' comments in a second. I have a quick question for you. Do the Raiders beat the Steelers if Jarrett Sittum plays quarterback?
3: Oh. <laughs> He's used to New England. Is that is that where we're going to go? Carr uh, was cars. 16
2: of 30 for 174, 174 and threw three, and three interceptions.
3: Three now, one of them
2: off a receiver's hands that he actually threw a good pass and was picked off we talked about it real bad i know it's a small sample size but we talked about it car sucks in cold weather this is not a new phenomenon this is not something nobody's ever unearthed before car sucks when it's cold outside we knew this and car actually might have played the worst he's ever played when it's cold outside 30 yards total offense in the second half do they win that game if jared sit plays quarterback for the whole game I think they have a much better chance. Jared Stidham's played in cold weather. I think they win that game if Jared Stidham plays quarterback. I I, I they, think they, they, they win that game 10 if points. Josh
3: Jacobs plays quarterback <laughs> and they go direct snap.
2: They scored 10 points. It's not like they lost a game 28 to 25. Right. right. They scored 10. All right. Just just wanted to With ask three picks. Right. Just wanted to ask that question. Uh, the defense gives up one touchdown the entire game. And they lose. It, if Before the season, at any point, we said there will be a game where the Raiders' defense allows a single touchdown. We'd be like, oh, they won that game easily. Yep. Derek Carr's not even playing. Well, he's playing. got all his weapons. Yeah, Derek Carr's not even playing in the fourth quarter because they won that game 28-10 to
4: 10, or whatever it is. But they lost. All right. Before you get to Josh Shakers, okay. what did you think? Well, first of all, you did think when they took the ball over, they're going to score.
2: No, I no. Oh, no. you didn't. They, the Steelers' offense was so pathetic. I thought you didn't there's think. no. Ch- the Steelers didn't throw the ball more than five yards down the field. I was like, they're gonna get to the forty like they did on every single drive, and they're
3: gonna stall because that's what happens. Are if they get any closer, they're gonna miss so the, the field goal.
4: That I just, I guess I was so conditioned it was gonna happen. My son said, "What do you think?" I said, "I think they're gonna go score because I was so conditioned watching this team the entire year." I mean, I was watching it with my
2: fiance's dad and her brother. And they were both like, Steelers are going to win. And I was like, no, this, that that all have we, have you seen the offense for the first 55 minutes of the game? I'm like, they're not going to score. They can't do anything beyond three yards down the field. And then for some reason, they're like, ah, George Pickens guy, we should let him run untouched 15 yards into the end zone. (laughs) They didn't do that the whole game. Like they did very well. We're not giving up anything down the field. And it's Kenny Pickett for God's sake. It's not even a good quarterback. I I don't know
4: why. I,
3: I got no no you I just
4: I you're so completely conditioned, justified so conditioned to watch them blow it every time but I was like it's Kenny Pickett the right. guy. it's I mean, listen Baker
2: Mayfield had the playbook for two days we know Baker Mayfield can throw the ball 20 yards down yeah. the field Kenny can Kenny he, can, can he Pickett throw the ball 20 yards down the field didn't need to did it once 14 yards for the t- score right just unreal they're, they're terrible now uh Jared can we play the audio this is Josh Jacobs uh, after the game uh talking to Vinny Bonsignori in the locker room
5: um how many times can you keep talking about sort of the same things and learning the same lessons
3: man i'm tired of dealing with this shit I'm tired of dealing with this. like every day i come here and bust my ass uh i see i see the guys you know bust the ass and you know and, and the result is not there and you know for me the last 4 years the result hasn't been there and um Quite frankly, I don't know
4: what else to do. Um, so, yeah, that's what it is. Well, yeah. Does he's... Josh
2: Jacobs want to come back?
4: Yeah, I think he does. I think he wants to be a Raider. I do. Uh, well, he wants to come mm-hmm. back on the right deal. He wants to come back on the right deal. I don't think he wants to. After what? Is he still leading the league in rushing? I still think he's leading the league in rushing. I still think he thinks he has a lot of leverage. Whether he does or not, we'll see what the offers would be, or we'll see what the Raiders do. But I think if you gave him the choice, he'd want to come back.
2: Are is there like some sort of uh, poison in the Raiders locker room that makes people want
3: to stay here? <laughs> I, I mean, if and you're and Josh Jacobs, in the water,
4: why on earth
3: would you want to come back? Right. I mean, you could take a two-year deal right now. And immediately become tell like me
4: who they'd go. Tell me where else he'd go. The Chiefs,
3: like off the top well, of my head, the Chiefs don't have a running back. They have a little tiny guy who falls falls down a lot. Josh Jacobs, you're going to get less carries, but you're going to win. Yeah, winning helps. Yeah. Derek Carr when he does this whole "I want to retire a Raider." Why?
2: What has yeah. gone well in his near decade here? That would make you want to stay. If this were a relationship. We would be like. You've got to get out of this abusive relationship. Yeah. You you need to get out. But for some, sh- for some reason. It's like oh yeah. I want to stay as a Raider. Well, Why? The, nothing has gone well. For a long time. It, is and, it- and Jacobs is over here saying. I'm tired of dealing with this. Because here's my other question. He says I'm tired of dealing with this. I bust my ass. I see my teammates doing the same. What does that mean
4: is wrong? I mean, I think he's calling out coaches. I think he's calling out I think he's calling out those who are calling plays, and I think he's calling out the coaches. And when he says four years, he might be talking about both both uh coaching staffs. Right. So there's there's a few things. When you say
2: I'm working hard, my teammates are working hard, the results aren't there. There's all if if that if we just take that at face value that's accurate. The Raiders are working as hard as any team in the league. There's only a few things that can be wrong then, right? It can be the coaches are bad, right? And the coaches aren't putting the players in the right position to win
4: to succeed. Yeah,
2: it could be talent level's not good enough, right? It could be hey we're working hard but the talent's just not there, and that uh, falls back on the front office and the coaching staff for you know not putting the uh, right roster together. But that's really it. There's not if, if you're saying we work as hard, we're working hard. Those are really the only two things. Either the coaches aren't putting us in the right position,
3: or the talent's not good enough to win, despite how hard we're working. That one, it's to me, it sounds like that one. Like, well, I see them working hard.
4: Doesn't help. So you think he's more saying we're not good enough than what he's talking about with the coaches? Like, you can go run as many wind sprints as
3: you want, you're never going to be fast.
4: Did they lose to the Steelers
2: because Josh McDaniels isn't a good coach, or because Derek Carr is not a good quarterback?
4: I think they lost to them both. I'll tell you one play. I'll tell you one play that was stupid. I thought was third and five to Devontae when you could have run clock or made them take a timeout and given them the ball with three minutes instead of three minutes with two something left. I don't know why you're throwing on that play. Well, because they especially. knew they were
2: going to give up a touchdown, and they wanted that well, okay. as much <laughs> time wanted, as, possible to touch as possible to go get the field goal. They
4: should, especially have burnt, the way
2: he was throwing all week, all, all game. They should have burnt less clock. I mean, before, on that drive, especially the way he was throwing all game. <laughs> I thought it was both. I and I do too. And I think that's sort of like if you're Josh Jacobs, and your mindset is, or or what you believe, I'm working as hard as I can work. I'm putting in as much effort as I can put in. And I see teammates putting in as much effort as I can put in. But we suck. And I've been here for four years. And outside of a kind of ridiculous four-game winning streak under Rich Basaccia we have sucked, right? Every single year, we have sucked. I can't imagine wanting to come back to that. Like, I can't imagine I just, being a free agent and wanting to come back
4: to that. Listening to those guys in the locker room, and maybe they're not telling the truth, but... As you said, I don't know if it's poison or in the water. They have this sense that they want to play for the Raiders. I don't get it. I don't, I mean, I'm not saying I get it. I'm just saying listening to them and the, and the quotes they've given, and they could be disingenuous, but they sure don't sound like it. Yeah. Like, they sure don't sound like it.
2: Here's the thing Josh Jacobs is going to be a free agent. The franchise tag exists. That's a separate issue here, but he's a free agent. If the Raiders offer him the best contract, then he should he should want to come back, right? Like, he should say, okay, yeah, I'm going to come back because you're giving me the most money or the most guaranteed money or the most years, whatever it is, if they offer him the best contract. But if he's got a similar offer from two different teams, now there's some teams that are worse off than the Raiders, right? If the Broncos call up and say, we want to give you the same contract, right. maybe you don't go to Denver. But, like, if if the Raiders, and maybe it's the Chiefs or whatever, if, if some other team offers him the same contract, why would he want to come back? And I'll take it a step
4: further. If you're Devontae Adams, why would you want to come back? Well, if, he's going to be, if they jettison Carr, he will be very interested yeah. into what he does and what he demands. Because okay. that was the whole idea. Right. To come here again, and play I with I thought this it was guy. That
3: his, that, so that his mom and grandma could watch him play. That too. that is that I is feel- the article I read. That he's too.
2: he's going as far away from them as possible because he doesn't <laughs> want them to watch this team play anymore. Like and another one. His he's would be a lot harder because of his contract. Why would Max Crosby want to stay here? Max Crosby is awesome. What's he got out of it? The defense sucks. The defense gets blamed for everything every
4: game too. Like why would Max Crosby want to be a Raider? I just think these guys, where they're drafted, the comfort, the one thing we're not taking into account is the comfort of their their lives um, here. I, I mean, I, I don't have a great answer for this. I just, you know, when they talk about the Raiders, they talk in a way that there's nowhere else they'd rather be. And I, I don't know, you know, ultimately what the answer is to why, because they don't win, but you hear them talk and all of them talk. And again, maybe that's what they feel they have to say when they're in the moment. But I've heard it countless times in that locker room about how much they love playing for the Raiders and everything's about the Raiders and they want to be here. And Josh Jacobs has said that countless times.
2: Is there is there a um, a good restaurant by the practice facility that they like to go to a lot? There's a pizza
4: joint. Is I mean, there's a, a pizza
2: joint. It's by a Costco. Maybe they're like, I get my shopping done right after
4: practice,
3: just knock it out
4: all right at Right there once. in St. Rose, you they- can
3: get a lot of stuff done. And the organization will get you as many rental cars as you need. <laughs> It's just
2: it's a fascinating thing and here's here's what uh, to go back to Josh Jacobs what could be really interesting is the Raiders can franchise tag him yes. which effectively means he's not a free agent he can't go sign right. with anybody I wonder do you think Jacobs would play on the franchise tag or do you think he would say I refuse to play on that I need an actual contract
4: Oh I think he I think it'd be the latter I think it'd be the, I think he I think he thinks that his year his performance this year has warranted a long-term deal.
2: That'll be the curious part to see. Because, and I think it's $12 million for running backs this coming up here, projected to be 12000000 That's million. That'll be a a solid one-year salary for Josh Jacobs. Is 12 for million. a running back, right. sure. Um, but there's zero guarantees beyond the one right. year. And if you're Jacobs after this season, you're probably... Because you're not
4: having a better season than this. Right, right.
2: and you're probably looking at it saying, all right, wherever... It, if the franchise tag wasn't a part of the equation, you'd be looking at it saying... How do I get a two-year guaranteed yes. deal, or a th- maybe even three-year, yes. even though that's unlikely? But how do I get gar- more guaranteed money yeah. than one than one season? season. That's what he should he's want a,
4: after this year. I and, mean, as much as a le- as much as leverage as a running back could have, and usually they don't have much at all. He has the most leverage, right? So and, I would try to get as much as I can.
2: And if I'm the Raiders, if I if I'm the Raiders and I want to keep him. The franchise tag is probably the best option because I'm not oh, committed. Oh, for them it is. Right, because I'm not sure. committed beyond one, one year. Because listen, Jacobs has been great this year, but at the running back position, how likely is it that He's he comes back next year and is injured in week 5 right. and and right. just, you know, has an average season? Right. That's the way running backs go. Hell, that happens and all of a
3: sudden Jacobs is not signing a big deal with anybody. Well, that's the that's my question is how many Best case scenario, how many productive seasons does he have left? Maybe three and a half? Is What's that... your
2: definition of productive? Yeah, I was going to say. He's not a, doing this for three more years, but he can be a productive running back for six more seasons. What is okay. it, 25? I thought he was 26, so he's I was starting, like.
4: I think it, he's turning 25. You can be 25. early
2: 30s and still have a productive season.
3: Okay, I, I thought that there was like, I thought we had like done the math on this. where like you start, you t- fall off. And it's like a cliff. But if, but if.
2: Where he is this year, he falls off. He's still productive. He goes right. from the leading rusher in the he's league to gonna, 750 in a year. I, that's still productive.
4: I think this is the best year he has in his career. Probably.
2: Yeah, I I don't think that's – I think that's pretty guaranteed. I mean, he's he plays the run the spot where you get hurt and can't actually do your job. Like right. offensive linemen can get hurt and still do their job to some extent. Running backs get hurt eh, unless it's like what? I guess he does have a broken pinky that he's playing right. through. All right, coming up next. <laughs> this sport. Sean Payton. He's already got his <laughs> coaching staff ready to go. Bischoff's Briefs. Throwing out random numbers authoritatively is the best way to pass as a baseball expert.
3: Bischoff's Briefs. By the way, it's commendable how many baseball players care so deeply about the Equal Rights Amendment.
0: Bischoff's Briefs. Somebody get me some antibiotics because that ball
3: is no real. Bischoff's Briefs. Bischoff's briefs
2: today is looking at Sean Payton because Adam Schefter sent uh, a fun tweet on Christmas Eve. Sean Payton is so interested in returning to coaching in the NFL that he's already putting together an all-star staff that includes Broncos head coach, Vic Fangio, former Broncos head coach, Vic Fangio, as his defensive coordinator. Um, So Sean Payton here. You got him in charge of the offense, Vic Fangio in charge of the defense. Right now, how many coaching staffs in the NFL are better than that? UNLV? (laughs) (laughs) You got Bobby Petrino on the offense, Barry Odom on the defense. We don't need to go through every single NFL coaching (laughs) staff, but you can probably reasonably say half the coaching staffs in the league are not as good as Sean Payton and Vic Fangio, and it might be more than that. Uh, right now, Indianapolis, Carolina, and Denver are all open as far as jobs. Uh, we'd expect Arizona to come open with Cliff Kingsbury. Is there anybody else we know for sure is going to uh, have Monday. an opening? Um, don't know yet, but I'd guess Arizona is the most likely after that. And there will likely be a few don't, more. Isn't Kingsbury a- under contract till 2027? Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of teams that are probably not going to fire their coach that would be better off with Sean Payton and Vic Fangio, yeah, yeah. including the Las Vegas Raiders. And the so Bay here's Dallas a question Cowboys. for you. If you are Mark Davis and Sean Payton wants to coach your team with Vic
4: Fangio as defensive coordinator, what do you do? What do I do or what would he do? What do you do? I would take Sean Payton and Vic Fangio. I know what he'd do, though he's keeping the guys they have. You would be sabotaging your franchise
2: to stick with Josh McDaniels if you knew you could hire Sean Payton.
4: Right. You'd be
2: sabotaging your franchise. Like, that would honestly be... like The Dolphins were investigated for tanking because the former head coach said, I was offered $100,000 for each loss. loss." And the NFL investigated, and they're like, ah, he was joking. Not hiring Sean Payton when you have Josh McDaniels would be worse than offering your head coach a thousand dollars for every loss, because at least when you're tanking, you're saying, well, we want to get a better draft pick because we want to be better in the future. Keeping Josh McDaniels around when Sean Payton could be your head coach. I don't even know what the benefit is. Can't even think of one. you don't have to pay the buyout on Josh McDaniels. That's sabotaging your own franchise because here's the other key in this entire Raiders situation. Told you before. Josh, or excuse me, Mark Davis, since he's become the owner, has not made a single good hire at head coach or general manager. The best guy he's hired at either one of those two positions was Reggie McKenzie. That's the only one that he's hired that you could point to and say, well, he did something good. The rest of them, awful. And here's the other part about potentially hiring Sean Payton. Mark Davis was willing to throw away Jack Del Rio because he really wanted John Gruden. Mark Davis was willing to throw away Rich Versace because he really wanted Josh McDaniels. It would be hilarious to me if he refused to throw away Josh McDaniels because if Sean, Payton, wanted Sean to come. Payton would be hilarious because that's the one move of those three that actually is a slam dunk. Of course you do that. The other ones are like, eh, I don't know. And none of them worked out. Now, on the flip side, you're Sean Payton. Do you want the Raiders job? Hell no. Who am I choosing between? Right now, it's Carolina, it's Denver, it's Indy, and I'll throw Arizona in there as an assumed open job.
4: I want Indy. I was going to say exactly that. I was going to say I'd rather have Indy than the Raiders. Carolina, you need a quarterback.
2: Which you'll get one. I mean, you'll draft one. Indianapolis, you need a quarterback. Granted, I feel like Indianapolis for, what, three, four, five straight seasons has been a quarterback away. Right, (laughs) Um, right. Arizona, you have Kyler Murray. Now, do you believe in Kyler Murray is probably a different question for different people, but I believe Sean Payton could probably make Kyler Murray pretty good quarterback. You could have a good offense with Sean Payton and Kyler Murray. Denver, as we talked about earlier, is probably the worst job in the league right now. So, you guys both said Indy. Is Vegas better than Carolina?
4: Yeah, I think so. Devonte's there. Walt, where, yeah, I would I would say the Your better. position, you basically is, you is have Vegas, all these positions. Is, is Vegas better than, than
2: Denver? Is it better than Arizona?
4: At this moment? Right, are yeah, we, you're are Sean we deciding.
2: You're Do I get to keep JJ Watt? He's retiring. He's gone.
4: I would want the Raiders, I think.
2: I think you're both incredibly wrong. The Raiders are only better than Denver, and there's one there's one reason why. Patrick Mahomes. Take the Carolina job, who do you have to beat? Tampa, who's <laughs> yeah, going to lose d- Tom Brady, who, hell, even if he's back, they're barely, they're the not husk even at Tom Brady. <laughs> If you go to Arizona, if you go to Arizona, you got to deal with the, the Cardinals and not, Gino, excuse me, with the, the 49ers. Yeah, 49ers. And Gino. Like, there is a good team and in Gino. that division. But if you take the Raiders' job, you have to be better than Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And Justin Herbert. I don't think that's happening right. for a very long time. So, I think... Even the, with Sean Payton? Even with Sean Payton, who's your quarterback? Sean Payton and Derek Carr, oh, it's not better than Andrew Reed and Patrick Mahomes. Hell, it's probably like Jared said; it's probably not better than Staley and Herbert. Carr can't throw the ball in cold weather. What's Sean Payton
3: doing <laughs> next year when his quarterback can't <laughs> throw it in cold weather? He's not having a quarterback right. So wait, could Drew Brees? I'm on it. So yes. I he played
4: a lot indoors.
2: Maybe if your option, listen, you can argue. You can argue it's better than Carolina. Whatever. But I don't think it's a slam dunk that Sean Payton would even want the Raiders job if it was an opportunity. Now, I do have another question on this for you. Is it fair to assume Sean Payton, who has been retired, just walks right back in as a great coach again? Because I have done this whole uh, briefs as like, Sean Payton, great coach, obvious, no-brainer, go get him. Yeah, I
4: don't think he's been out long enough not okay. to
2: be a great coach. It's not John Gruden, he's been out for a decade no, situation?
4: I no, I don't think he, what's he, he'll he? have been out one year. Because yeah. I'm,
2: I'm acting like he walks back in as a top-five coach in the NFL, and maybe it doesn't work that way. Maybe it's not that simple that he walks back in and is just, yep, I got this, Where I'm one of the five best coaches in the league again. Maybe it does. Maybe but he does. I did want to add that little caveat that I am assuming Sean Payton is. But you're is thinking just, he is. Yeah, I am. I'm I assuming agree. Sean Payton is just, hey, he's the yeah, he's only been out a fourth year. best coach in the league, right. or whatever the number is. But maybe he walks back in and it's like, oh, maybe it's a new, it's a whole new situation. New quarterback, new team, new defense, whatever. It's not exactly what he had in New Orleans. And it's not hey, he's a top five coach, obviously. Maybe he's a little bit worse than that, which makes it and not yet, so much a no brainer.
4: Well, because of what you're saying, it's a no-brainer to get rid of McDaniels if he really wants the job. Yes. If it's made if it's made known to Davis, he will take the job no right. matter what.
2: Now, Rooney rule, there'd be some problems there, and you might yes. get fined for yes. that. But <laughs> as far as what's best for the franchise, that would be a clear upgrade. That's another caveat. The Rooney rule exists, and Mark <laughs> Davis would be in a lot of trouble. Uh, well, maybe not a lot. The NFL kind of takes it seriously. Might be in a lot of trouble if he did uh, that for his hiring. Coming up next... Ryan Wallace joins the show.
0: This isn't the Alex Ovechkin Power Hour. This is the VGK Update with Ryan Wallace. Follow him on Twitter at RyanHockeyGuy. I'm out. I'm
2: out. Hello Ryan. Ryan. Hey boys. How was your weekend? What was the best part of the weekend?
5: Uh, all of it, honestly. It was really good. Um Didn't do anything for three days (laughs) outside of uh, play, games, and uh, no, it was great. It was fantastic.
2: Uh, Best gift your kids opened over the weekend?
5: Ooh, um, I I have to say the gift that has gotten the most use over the course of the weekend was the Nintendo Switch. So clearly the kids are (laughs) kicking all of our butts at (laughs) Mario Kart. Oh, for the last three days.
2: Oh, you're yeah. losing at Mario Kart to the kids. That doesn't seem mm-hmm. ideal.
5: No, it's not great. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't play video games. Like I'm not. I'm not a video game guy. I've never been a video game guy. So um, I'm still trying to get the hang of like how the controller works. Um, <laughs> but the kids, like they're they're right on the money, uh, man. Yeah. Like they are. They are yeah. good to go and uh, kicking our butts.
4: The electronics and kids nowadays are ridiculous in terms of what <laughs> yeah. they can do and what we can't. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) Um, I and I have much older kids, but you anything, anything with my phone, I don't Mm -hmm. even bother. OK, Bridget, come here.
2: Well, yeah, I was going to say, hold on, Ryan. I got to ask that an important question. How many times do your kids fix your phone or your TV or your laptop and it's just like they turned it off and back on?
1: Often? Um.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Often? The other the other night we couldn't get into Netflix. We screamed, and she came out of her room. She hit two buttons, looked at us disgustingly, and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> serious? That's just what happens. Oh, I'm not there boy. yet, thankfully. <laughs> okay. Well, just count the days, my friend. Oh. Eventually.
2: <laughs> All right. Here's a here's a speculative question for you about a hockey team. Um, uh-huh. I don't know if you read Ben Goats, who talked to Kelly McCrimmon, his story over the weekend, but there were uh, talks about getting multiple opinions on Jack Eichel's injury and it being an injury they want to put behind them and never worry about again. Uh, and We know they don't give definitive updates on player injuries or whatever. Is there reason to think Eichel could be out for a while, though, based on those comments?
5: I mean, I think that that's certainly an option, right? Like when you start to talk about multiple opinions, when you talk about trying to put something to bed, once and for all so it's not something you're dealing with you know or something that lingers usually that means you try to go away from rehab and you're you're trying to get something solidified so I mean I think there's absolutely reason to believe that that Jack Eichel could be out a while but at the same time like Jack Eichel came and played a game uh what seven days after initially getting injured so I just don't really know, right? Like, it, it's it's hard because there hasn't really been a definitive update. We don't yet know um, the nature of the injury or, or really even how the injury occurred. It, it appeared to be like a non-contact injury. Those are usually um, harder and longer injuries to, to come back from. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's absolutely in the wheelhouse to think that this might be a longer-term thing for Jack.
4: So, uh, Going forward, how good are they without him?
5: Ooh, um, that's a really interesting question because I, I think that, you know, you certainly have found something with Amadio playing alongside Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone. I can even make the argument that I think Chandler Stevenson is a better hockey player down the middle than he is alongside the wing with Jack Eichel and Mark Stone. Like, he's been phenomenal, um, in my opinion, should be an all-star this year. Um, but, I mean, I think you need, like, the Misfits to continue to score the way that they are. You need Will Carrier to continue to be career best Will Carrier and even then I think you're kind of missing something in your bottom six, right? You you need to find a way to get Phil Castle going. You need to find a way to get a little bit more balanced scoring there. But if the power play continues to convert the way that it has been for the Golden Knights, I think just about forty percent in the month of December, I think that you can get by without the offense of Jack Eichel. However, you want him back in time for the playoffs. And I think that's kind of the big question, right? If Jack Eichel has to be shut down for a while, you hope that it's not something that keeps him out of a playoff run because I think you're going to need that game-breaking offense come playoff time.
2: So of all the talks that we've had over the last couple of weeks about the goaltending and Phil Kessel and not being able to win at home and all of that, they're still first in the Pacific. They're still first in the West at the moment. I'm curious, big, big picture, Western Conference, forget about the Golden Knights if you want to say they're the best Fine. Who's their biggest contender? Like, who's the, the other best team in the West?
5: So, I mean, I think you kind of go to a couple of different places, and that kind of speaks to the volatility or at least the unpredictability of the Western Conference. I think you can legitimately say Dallas has, has a claim. They've been phenomenal. They've got some elite, elite goal scoring, and they've got really so- strong and solid uh, – uh, I'm sorry, they've got elite goal scoring and strong – goaltending, and that's usually a combination that, that leads to really good teams. The Winnipeg Jets have been good and certainly are in the mix, but the Golden Knights have had their number all season long. Then you've got the LA Kings, who I think are maybe the second-best team in the Pacific Division. They've just kind of gone up and down trying to figure out their goaltending. It looks like Phoenix Copley, at least for the moment, has solidified that for LA, um, you know, and then I, I don't think you can sneeze at, at Colorado, right? Like, I know that they're injured. I know that there's been, um, it's been tough sledding for the Avalanche, but if there's a team that I think is going to be able to figure it out and will figure it out when they get healthy, it's Colorado. So I, I kind of look at those four teams, right? L.A., Winnipeg, Dallas, and Colorado are still being the, the teams that are going to be challenging at the end of the season to the Vegas Golden Knights.
2: So would you say it's fair to call it a weak Western
4: Conference right
5: now? Yes, 100%. Yeah, without question.
4: Talked about this earlier. Is Logan Thompson good enough if things go south here with injuries to save the day?
5: I mean, I think that Logan Thompson has proven an ability to make the saves he's supposed to make. I think it's been shaky recently because you're you're kind of trying to find your way deep into your first real NHL season. And it's not always going to be easy. There are going to be nights where... Teams have your number. There are going to be nights when you give in a bad goal here and there, but you've got to be able to battle through it. And I think for Logan, his best asset is that he battles, and he battles hard. Even if he gives up a bad goal early in the game, he usually comes through with a big-time save later on to kind of counter uh, counteract what, what happened earlier. So I, I think that really the, the, the main story for me with the Golden Knights isn't so much goaltending. It's going to be whether or not they're able to defend better in the second half of the season they were great through the first 16 games it's been kind of a struggle with some players in and out of the lineup on the back end but if the Golden Knights can kind of dial in Bruce Cassidy's system make it automatic and make things easier on their goaltenders they're gonna have a much easier time the second half of the year
2: should the Golden Knights be trying to get a rule change midseason to add shootouts to the end of postseason games instead of playing overtime forever
5: <laughs> uh, no, because I I would be really upset about that. But I, my favorite thing in the world is marathon overtime games in the playoffs. So um, no, I'm not in favor of that at all.
2: Yeah, yeah, but the Golden Knights would be unstoppable if they could just get no, I, to a shootout. I, I in hear the you, but I
5: I don't care. It's not it's not a good enough trade off for me to <laughs> to lose out on three and four overtime games. I'm not I'm not I don't care.
2: I think we, I think we've asked you this before, but what what is it that you see about Logan Thompson that makes him so good in a shootout?
5: Um, I think it's his, I think it's his battle, right? Like I mean obviously the, the physical skills that he has, his ability to go um, east to west, his, his skating is is impeccable. but I think more than anything, he wants to be the guy responsible individually for a win. Everyone talks about hockey players and it's always about the team. You have got plenty of cliches to kind of go in in, in, in favor of that. but What I think Logan relishes more than anything else is being one of the main reasons that a team picks up a win or gets an extra point, and you have no better opportunity to do that than one-on-one in the shootout. I think he just battles hard. He never likes to get scored on, and that translates through his genius in the shootout.
2: Does he need to start celebrating like Mark Stone?
5: Um, I, I, I mean, like I would make the argument that he does. Even as goalie, he needs I, to take like, the
2: mask off. Then I, we need to see the facial expressions.
5: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like uh, uh, that's kind of like Jordan Binnington level for me. So I'm, I'm not about like <laughs> taking the mask off and flexing or whatever. But like, I think Logan Thompson celebrates appropriately as a goalie. It, it's it's on par with Mark Stone. It's just a little bit more muted because he's a goalie. All right, he's Ryan Wallace.
3: Wait, you want to ask him something, Jared? We never asked him about the fact that. They were in a playoff spot by Hanukkah. Oh, that's right. Jared, uh, we
2: we sub out Thanksgiving for Hanukkah around here as the unofficial cutoff day for when you're Yesterday in a playoff was spot. Yesterday the end of Hanukkah. Hanukkah's over there in first place, so they can just coast the rest of the year. No problem, right?
5: I, I feel like this team is going to make the playoffs. Now, I've been wrong before, but I don't feel like I'm wrong this year. I
2: think last year at this time, you felt like they were going to make the playoffs too, right?
5: That's that's accurate. Yeah, let okay. point out when I was wrong. All right. So <laughs> when,
2: when they lose half the roster to injuries, they might miss it again. He's Ryan Wallace here over on Fox Ryan. sports, Las Vegas. Thanks, they play Ryan. the Kings tonight. Pre post and intermission. Ryan's got you, Ryan. Thank you. Thanks guys. All right. Now we've got tickets to give away. Golden Knights take on the Florida Panthers on January 12th. And we've got two tickets for you. 702-364-1100. That's the phone number. If you want to go watch the Golden Knights and the Panthers on January 12th, Call in now, 702 364 1100. That's the phone number. Be call in number 8 at 702 364
1: 1100. Now a I-
0: sweep coming to the near side. Tony inside the five. gets a block. Touchdown! Kansas City! It's back to the attack from the horizontal and an eight yard. Jet sweep to the near side. It uh, I think will go as a pass to Tony. Mahomes, quick pass, near flat caught. McKinnon at the five, trying to bounce off a hit. Drives a Seahawk into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Jerick McKinnon continues his incredible season. And Mahomes with a second touchdown pass of the game. Mahomes reads it, moves to his right. Keeps the ball in his right hand, trying to stay alive. Dies for the far front pylon. Did he get it? Are they going to give it to him? Touchdown, Kansas City. All precincts finally reporting, and they
1: give it to Mahomes. Appreciate the fans, and them sitting through that cold, it was brisk out there. I was proud of our guys for the job that, that they did in the game. And
0: You're locked in the press box.
1: Congratulations to
2: Chance, who won tickets to go see the Golden Knights take on the Panthers in January I feel like chance should not
4: need to win tickets from us he's the mascot oh good play there good play (laughs) I like that (laughs) That was
3: a long walk for it
2: apparently was (laughs) um all right uh I on Christmas uh FaceTime my mom in Mississippi where it's nice and cold and you know asked her how the animals are doing she's like yeah you got to make sure the water doesn't freeze and all that And also, make sure the water's good. Yeah, that too. Uh, And also, all of her bees froze to death. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) no. It's
4: a tough Christmas.
2: It's a tough Christmas. Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) The whole hive. She has four.
1: Oh, Oh, four whole hives are dead.
2: Froze to
3: death. Wow. Um, Isn't there like a national crisis right now where we need as many
2: bees as possible? Yes,
1: yes, there is. Yes. Uh,
2: So. I can't, was it, two, it was 2013 or 14 was when she first got bees uh, because they were in the side of her house and she just decided to move them to her backyard. And since then, she's like, I've never not had bees for a period of time, right? She's always had at least some surviving bees, but they apparently all froze to death. Uh, she has already ordered more though. So I don't know how the hell you order bees. How I didn't ask the well, details on
3: that. Yeah, but. Uh, that feels like yeah. one of those like sort of like how I f- I buy a couch. You drive around long enough, you'll find <laughs> some bees.
1: Yeah, that was my next question is how do you replace those? Get a queen? Like is that all you have to do is get a queen and then the rest will come?
2: I mean yeah, if you yeah, the queen, yeah. they follow the queen. So like that's how like when she when when the bees were in the side, it was actually of the garage, like in the in the wall of the garage. Like a guy came out, they removed the paneling, saw the hive, and was like, "All right, we are gonna move the queen to like this pre-built hive in the backyard. If the queen survives, they will all follow, and you've got a hive of bees.
3: If the queen dies, everybody else dies." There is a there's a lady on TikTok who this is like her all of her all of her TikToks are just like, "Gotta find the queen, gotta find the queen." Found it, and like wh- while she's holding the queen. All the bees just start yeah. swarming, oh, yeah. swarming her, arms. her arms. And she's just like, and put them it, or put her in my little box, and all the bees crawl off her arm. And yeah. I'm like, this is genuinely anxiety. What? Why would anyone watch this? And why would you produce it?
4: Yeah. So all the bees are dead. It's a horror movie. Yeah, but she's ordered more. She's ordered They're more. on the way. Bees Amazon. Are... <laughs> yes. Hey, you can get anything on Amazon. Danny did Danny didn't get any shoes.
1: I did not.
2: Oh my god. He's in there with cowboy boots on, no tennis shoes. How okay, genuinely. Yeah. When did you when did you lose your tennis shoes?
1: Uh the weekend that UNLV basketball played San Diego. So, so the we weekend left them they played San, San Diego. Diego. Oh, then you left them there. And no, you put, I didn't, because I wore my <laughs> I wore my cowboy boots on the plane to San Diego, and then the day of the game I only wore my dress shoes. So I did not I did not lose them in San Diego. You sure you didn't take them? 100%. I,
3: this is, the, this, this I is Ed's most a, dad moment. I even walked
1: around the hotel room three times to make sure I didn't leave anything behind.
3: They
2: played San Diego on Saturday, December 3rd.
1: Yeah,
3: so it's been which means three if weeks. If you don't
2: get another pair of tennis shoes in the next week, you will have gone a full month without a single pair of tennis shoes. Just
1: wearing cowboy boots and Crocs. What is wrong with this guy?
2: Are you going to get one in the ne- get a pair of tennis shoes in Come the next on, week? Come on, Danny. Like have you have you in I your own go, mind? I, I say
1: you've
3: you've survived long enough. Keep going, man. I
1: thought about going to get tennis shoes yesterday <sighs> no. and then I had the conversation with my girlfriend of two things are going to happen. Either the store is going to be completely empty or There's going to be so many returns from people getting the wrong sizes or the wrong type of shoes that I don't want to deal with those people. So I stayed home and now the rest of my week is too busy to go.
4: No, nah, it was the returns. the The lines were horrible yesterday. Yeah, so maybe I'll
1: go next week if I can find the time. But we'll see how this goes, dude.
3: Don't do it. Just become the guy who's cro- like Crocs and cowboy boots. Just be that. Make it your brand.
1: I mean, me and my buddy are in the talks of going to buy cowboy boots, so it might become. That. You
2: don't have time to go buy tennis shoes, but you're making plans
3: to go buy cowboy boots. Yeah, because there's yeah, a sale. That's a group activity.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm going with a friend.
4: I don't know. I'm going to go on a limb and say if you really tried hard, you could find a sale on tennis shoes somewhere. I don't <laughs> sure know where, I but I'm, I'm guessing there's got to be a sale somewhere. Like you look in the paper somewhere online. Hell, look at Amazon. <laughs> Yeah. Have, how does Reed. this
3: become like a like low-key amazon ad <laughs> everything read. for
2: Edison, amazon is ad. Read. have you in your mind given up that you'll ever find those tennis shoes again yes okay so you have moved on from, yes it's not I have like
1: moved on from my gray nikes to thinking about going to the store and buying a new see pair of i'm gray not nikes. i'm not
4: moving on where could he have put them <laughs> Again, this is They're the shoes. this is the most dad like yes, I've heard had in a very them, long time. I mean, if this was my kid. I'd be like, "Where?" There's only so many places you could have put them. Yeah, right? the shoes. The shoes. It's not
2: your phone where you yeah, take exactly. it everywhere and set it down in random right. places. Right, and you could just walk you away. You wear from the it. shoes or you take them off. Yeah, and I mean, they've
4: got to be somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. They're not in my truck. Not in my girlfriend's truck. Not in our house. Not outside of our house, not in the garage. <laughs> Did
4: you make know. any other trips besides San Diego?
1: Uh, no.
4: I just, this is disturbing. Arizona.
2: Hey. Ed wants to, are they at the Kingman Wash pull-off in Arizona?
1: I hope not. No, because they'll be there. They'll be ready. They'll be right. waiting. Yeah, they'll be You'll waiting for you. <laughs> No, because last time I went down there, boy, that's, con- that's a... It's an event for another show just because we're under a time crunch. But last time I went, I was outside my truck with my cowboy boots. So couldn't have been my shoes.
2: Well, the last time you went was in the last month, wasn't it? Oh, yeah.
1: It was the last week. Right. So you had already lost them by then.
2: They could have been lost there just a month ago, not
1: a week ago.
4: I just can't let this go ed is going to come find your shoes for i just you. can't let this go that you have me, lost I, this pair of shoes I and there's spent, only so many places these things could i be.
1: spent a week turning over my entire house looking for these things
3: as soon as he buys a pair he's gonna find them yes
1: and i'll be so angry i'll return the new pair
3: god i hope your daughter
2: <laughs> stole them and is hiding them from you yeah. I'll, be,
1: I'll be so angry
2: god i hope she did she'll be a hero <laughs> if she did that's what i'm cheering for she stole your shoes and is hiding them somewhere in a room